Welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Marl, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Marl Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. Welcome to our second ever episode of the Good Fail podcast. Today, we're digging deeper into our current assumptions on failure and success and asking the question, how do we find a way to succeed at failing? It's a good question. It's a good question. And we're going to be answering in this episode, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to start off the show, we actually want to introduce a weekly segment that celebrates the moments in our week when we have triumphed and when we have failed. Mm-hmm. Miserably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not miserably. Uh, actually, it's funny that you should say that because um, say miserably <laughs> because <laughs> not the rest of it. Not the rest of it. That basically, because actually I think the reason we are doing this segment is to try and not feel as miserable about the failures. <laughs> yeah. Do you, to be, we want to be honest with you um, and also honest with ourselves so that we can confront our failures and in that way see that they're not so bad. Yeah, sometimes, I actually a lot of the time, I think I feel absolutely awful about myself when I shouldn't feel that bad. Exactly. Because... Those those failures that I think are absolutely huge are actually not so big yes. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and everyone's making the same mistakes. And actually, if we're all honest, then we'd all realise that. And yeah, oh, I, oh, you feel like that too when that happens. That's funny. And yeah, you can exactly. Feel. So we hope that we help you at the same time as we're also helping ourselves. Exactly. To confront these things. Um, and we hope it's, it'll be just a fun a fun segment. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to, like, launch into an hour-long therapy session <laughs> where we detail everything that's gone wrong in our lives that week alone. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be a little quick segment that we can share with you. Yes. So let's get started. Yeah. Merle, mm-hmm. how have you been failing this week? Okay. Well... I had to think about this one because I think I could probably come up with more ways that I'd failed in the week than succeeded. Um, but um, the the where I feel like I let myself down the most <laughs> this week was um, I did... The week before, I made quite a few um, good leads, took up a few, quite a few good leads, um, investigating new products that I possibly want to launch... Yeah, Christmas, you were Christmas really period. productive in getting your to-do list done. Yeah. Um, and then there are a few things that I should have followed up this week, which I didn't, because one of them involved a phone call. Oh, my God. <laughs> which I really hope there are other people out there. That I'm not just going to sound like a crazy person. I hate phone calls they are the worst they're the worst even phone calls from friends i loathe no that sounds awful i don't <laughs> loathe them but so I many dr- of our friends are now <laughs> oh my <laughs> god she hates me i don't mean that i just mean that um i you dread the, i you dread, dread phone them. calls even phone calls from people i like or anything so then to actually have a phone call from someone i don't know or to have to phone someone i don't know is just torture (laughs) it's really scary Mm. i find it very very scary and i haven't you've hidden your head under the duvet with this one yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i should have confronted it and i didn't so that has been my my main failing this week yeah well i think mine is similar in regards to me putting my head under the duvet a bit Mm -hmm. um 
I think my biggest failure this week is that I have been seriously considering whether I should just give up on all my acting aspirations. (laughs) Oh no. Why? I go through this quite regularly with acting, I think. Like thinking it's the biggest thing that I want to achieve in my life. Really going for it. Um, Signing up to classes. Um applying to jobs that I find Mm -hmm. and then there are small times when there are kind of a flurry of uh, offers for auditions and things like that and I feel really enthused and then it all starts petering out I don't hear anything I apply to jobs and just no one ever gets back to me Mm -hmm. and I just start to wonder whether this is ever going to happen. Am I being stupid for continuing this dream? And actually, do I want it enough? Um, am I talented enough? And I've really been getting to that point this week. Yeah. Um, and it feels pretty awful. Yeah. Well, I feel you. I've been in that space many a time. Yeah. <laughs> More times than not, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of a constant battle. Yeah. Um, but on a more positive note, mm-hmm. um, where I have succeeded this week, uh, and kind of, kind of both of us have succeeded at this in a way, but I feel like my biggest success has been motiva- being motivated enough to do yoga twice this week. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was... <laughs> That was a good win for both of us, definitely. Yeah, because quite often um, we'll wake up in the morning and we'll think, oh, we should do yoga. You know, you can find so many classes on YouTube and so forth. It feels so good if we did did one of those classes right now. And then you have breakfast, you have a cup of tea and the morning's wearing on a bit and you're just suddenly like, oh God, I don't think we've got enough time. Mm-hmm. It's going to eat into our day so much. We've got so much we have to do. And you just don't get around to doing it. Yeah. And I feel that that is essentially wrong <laughs> and we should make time for these things um, to help with physical and mental health. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, uh, both of us were motivated enough to carve out that time um, when we could have been doing work and actually commit to doing it, I think, was a success. Yes, definitely, because it's probably good to say that yoga makes me feel good. Like, doing... Yeah. I feel so much better after doing definitely. it. It's, um, it's a really nice way. And there, are, I think kind of any exercise that you would choose to do is good in this way in that you're just completely focused on your physical exertion and your mind doesn't have time to worry which is what my mind does kind of every second of every day exactly um if it's not occupied um so i think the yoga is definitely beneficial and we don't do it enough and so doing it two times this week which may not sound like a lot for us has been yeah a big achievement exactly uh, that's really good for you and me. <laughs> well, well done me. <laughs> yeah. I've got two this week. <laughs> yeah. um, there was I claiming that there was only going to be, <laughs> there were, well, there were only going to be failures and no successes. And I've got two. Um, my chosen success this week, um, little success, um, actually, actually in a way is kind of similar in terms of giving yourself time to do something for you I realized that well a bit yeah a bit like what you were saying about kind of questioning all your life choices (laughs) yeah up until this moment I've been really struggling well since day one of my business to run the business side of things um and sometimes it just gets me down more than others and I've been feeling particularly down about about it recently um and I realized well I realized a while ago that a way to help myself feel better is to step back and just go to the thing that is the reason I am running this business which is doing the art so 
that's what I did. And then on top of that, I also decided that I wasn't going to try and do something which I could potentially make into a design that I could sell. Of course. As a card. So I had no pressure whatsoever. And I, yeah, I decided to learn a new skill. Or not learn a new skill, but improve my pre-existing skills with watercolour. Um, and so I decided to try and learn a little bit more about mixing skin tones. Because if you have a basics of what colours to mix together, and then you can just lay down those colours, you don't have to constantly be correcting yourself by going, oh, that wasn't quite right, let me just put another colour on top of that. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing, and it's been really fun. And yeah, I've just been drawing faces and then painting over them. And it's, yeah, it's just been really fun just to do something like that, little exercises without the pressure of it having to lead to anything. And you've given given yourself time to do that and not giving yourself. Yeah, so I've taken the pressure off myself having to be working on my business. kind of Quote-unquote productive. Yes, exactly. And I've just been using my time to improve my skills, which hopefully in the end will, you know indirectly lead to a better business yes exactly so that's been my my small victory this this week yeah so actually it's been a good week when we look back on it yeah and exactly we may not have thought that if we hadn't taken the time yeah excellent so um we would love to know your small victories too and your or ways that you've been failing this week yeah get in touch so get in touch and let us know In the meantime, I think we're going to move on to our main topic. Yes, let's move on to our main topic. So, shall we define what we mean by success? Yes. And funny you should mention that because, look at this, I have a dictionary definition right here. Oh, how handy. What? Where did that come from? Is that something I prepared (laughs) earlier? Yes, it is. Um, So this came from the dictionary on our bookshelf. I'm not 100% sure which edition it is. I think it may be Oxford Dictionary. Right, but I also think the spine may be missing. I think the spine is missing because it's very old, so you can't be sure. Um, But what the definition says is... uh, Success. Noun. One. Outcome of undertaking. Favourable outcome. Accomplishment of what was aimed at. Attainment of wealth or fame, or position. Adverb, two. Thing or person that turns out well. Okay. I think there's... We can unpack a few things in that. I think it's good to start with the official definition because it's something that anyone can pick up the shel- off the shelf and read and it gives us a starting point to kind of break into... Yes, our own thoughts yeah. on the idea. Yeah. Um, for instance, um, the I think the thing that I kind of noticed straight away is that of all the things it mentions, um, attainment of wealth or fame or position, mm. I think is where we probably attach the most significance. I think I definitely feel the um, most importance around those things. Yes. Around attaining wealth, fame or position. I feel like attaining those things will bring me success. Yes. And that is, that's a personal feeling for Mm. both of us. Yes. But I also feel it is, it is a wider, a wider belief as well. Yeah, definitely. And those are really the, the biggest dreams and our biggest goals are centered around those things. For sure. Um, The things that are we're nowhere near attaining <laughs> yeah certainly certainly <laughs> yeah. you and I are nowhere yes, near yes definitely when I say we I mean you and me <laughs> um nowhere near attaining they're the biggest furthest away things possible and they are what I'm hanging most of my expectations on yes so that I feel as if I feel, already feel like I've failed because I haven't attained I haven't achieved them yet and yeah. I don't really know how to. Yes. That's completely scary and overwhelming. Yes. 
and also completely understandable why it's scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yes. where do you even start? No, exactly. And I'm just trying to remember, I think we talked about that in our last episode a little bit. I believe we did. So nice link up. <laughs> nice little link up there. Um, yeah, so what we were talking about last week was about having an such an ultra-defined definition of success that you feel like as so, just as soon as you're not reaching that as soon as you haven't you haven't got there and so that automatically means you failed yes um which i feel reading this and seeing attainment of wealth fame or position it suddenly it just kind of all clicks into place really it's like no wonder i feel like a failure because that there is my definition of success. That is. And it's then it's like, even if I've succeeded at taking a step towards that thing, it still kind of feels like a failure because I haven't attained... You still haven't achieved fame, position yes. or power. Yes. Exactly. Not power. Position. 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 I guess that's kind of... It's the same thing, it's the I think. Same thing. Yeah. So why do you think that we only focus on that big definition of success? Hmm. because if you go back to the words favorable outcome which is in that definition also yes like a favorable outcome it could be wanting to put a clothes wash on and then <laughs> putting the clothes wash on when it's finished the cycle taking it out of the washing machine and hanging the clothes up to dry that is the biggest <laughs> Is remembering to take out the washing machine and hanging it yeah, up. Because how often doesn't happen? <laughs> it can go a couple of days before I'm like, uh, I'm just going to wash on. <laughs> a few days ago, I really wanted to wear that jumper. Yeah. Um, that That's a favourable outcome, right? Yeah, right. If you look at it like that, that is a massive success. Like, yeah. say, you saying that, I'm like, that is a huge success. <laughs> But, so really we're su- succeeding every day. Yes. So why, <laughs> why do we only then seem to focus on these really big, scary definitions? Yes. Okay, well, I feel like it's because, and this, <laughs> this makes us sound, or makes me sound, and I, but I have a feeling this is for you as well, um, sounded a little bit shallow (laughs) but I'm gonna put it out there is that it's because nobody else cares about totally about no one else caring yeah nobody else cares that (laughs) you've remembered to take the wash out that you've a got round to putting a wash on and then for us the biggest (laughs) achievement is then remembering to take it out again and hang it up which I don't know why I hate hanging out the washing. It's it do- so annoying. It doesn't take that long. <laughs> but for some reason, it just fills me with dread. <laughs> Beside the point, no one else cares. No. Um, if I posted up on Instagram stories or indeed even phoned a friend who <laughs> loved me very yeah. much and said, guess what I did today? I managed to hang the washing up. Right. Be good um, for you. Yeah. Great. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but if you posted up, uh, oh, I just um, managed to get this amazing book deal. Yes. Or I've just been cast in this role, main, one of the main roles in a national theatre production. Mm. The dream. Yes. <laughs> Personal dreams of mine. <laughs> yes. Then, well, you would automatically, you would just automatically, you knew, I would know as soon as I put that out there, I would instantly get lots of congratulations mm-hmm. and affirmation. Affirmation is a good word. I think that's so important to me. Yes. Getting affirmation from outside, outside world. Yes. I think that I'm doing a good job. And it's not to say, I'm not in any way saying that people shouldn't congratulate you when you get those <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, just like radio silence. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yes. <laughs> Don't be like, well, she's said that we always com- compliment her on when she has her big successes yeah. and not on the little ones, so 
Does that mean that she doesn't want to be congratulated? Yeah. No. No. That's not what I'm saying. No, no. I want the affirmation, <laughs> <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> Please. Um, but I'm just saying that means more to me. Yes. That's what that's what I'm words. That's what I'm hanging my success on. Yes, is getting the outside outside approval. Yes. And it makes sense. It's a lot harder to get a good book deal than it is to hang out watching <laughs> that's true for some people <laughs> for some people <laughs> no it's true it's definitely true yeah like more people achieve that hanging the washing out yes than achieve getting a good book deal yes. of getting a role at the national theater for instance yes um but i guess it's like what we were saying when we when i quickly mentioned what we were talking about in mm. the last episode um, is viewing success more on a sliding scale rather than mm. as black and white. Yes. Yeah, I think a sliding scale is a really good way of looking at that. Yes. So that moves us nicely on to our next question, which is, do we then think that success is really interchangeable with acceptance? And when I say acceptance, I mean outside acceptance yes that that's is a good that's my <laughs> answer okay <laughs> i thought you were going yes that is the question yeah <laughs> no you're saying yes yes i think that that is, is how currently we view the situation yes and maybe i should also specify that this is how i yes view it. <laughs> that that's how definitely how i view it or how I realise I view it at the moment mm -hmm. um, is that, yes, success, success is completely interchangeable in my mind with, with outside acceptance. Outside acceptance. And in that case, I think it's also important to really evaluate what I want to succeed at and why. Because in some cases, I think... The reasons I want to succeed at something is not because I really want that thing, mm -hmm. but because I want to be accepted. Yes. Yes, and get the outside approval. Yeah. Yeah. And the affirmation that you're doing the right thing. Because that's the other thing is that I'm just constantly questioning if I'm doing the right thing. Mm, yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. You're going around thinking, oh, have I made the right choice? Have I... Um, made the wrong choice and if somebody from outside goes oh yeah you've made the right choice then you're going to start to feel better about what yes. you decided to do so basically we're saying we have no trust in ourselves no <laughs> <laughs> all no. the trust in the outside world yeah people we don't even know <clears throat> which is... and when you look at it like that you're like why <laughs> oh dear god <laughs> Yes, you can instantly see when you say it like that. You can instantly see that that is not a healthy way to live, and it's, yeah, is the reason we're trying to do this podcast anyway. Is that is not healthy, and it's also it's just tiring to live like that. Yes, to not trust your own instincts, yes. to constantly feel like you're not doing well enough unless somebody from the outside world is telling you that you are. Yes. But at the same time, I I think it's it's quite harsh to expect oneself to, well, first of all, have that realisation and then to be, okay, therefore I am no longer going to want those things. Yes, to have, to have like a reset button. Yeah, exactly. To just go, oh yeah, that is the case. Okay, reset. Yeah, because then you end up, end up feeling terrible that you are that you still want those things even though you know you shouldn't <laughs> yet another reason to feel yeah. like a failure yeah exactly yes. it can go in like a never-ending spiral of despair yes. yes i think what we're saying is it's it's all okay it's all good guys be yeah. kind to yourself yeah yeah and we can try and be kind to ourselves too easier said than done <clears> that's for sure yeah um but it's something to work on yes it's inevitable but it's something to work on yes so going on from that then, how do we find a way to succeed at failing? So a big part of succeeding at failing is what we've already been talking about, which I 
is changing our perspective. Yes. That success and failure is not just this black and white thing, which we've always assumed. Yeah. But instead is just just a sort of process we go through. Yes. I'll be I'll be a little bit topical here, but um, it's also <laughs> people will also start shouting at me like, "Oh, Amber, that was ancient ago. What are you talking about?" No, I'm so behind the times. Yeah. Uh, I just finished watching the second series of Fleabag. Right. Good God, I know that that was on ages ago, <laughs> but you know, but my post still got it on box set. So come on. exactly, yeah. and for me, it's just happened. <laughs> um. So there was just this one moment in it which I felt was really relevant to what we're discussing here, which is when um, it's at the women's award ceremonies that um, Claire is hosting with her company and Fleabag goes into her office. And I can't remember the exact discussion, but it ends up with um, Claire admitting to Fleabag that um, Fleabag always makes her feel like a failure because she'll always be the interesting one and the uh, one who wins everybody's affection and respect because of her wit and charm and um, quirky disposition. Mm-hmm. And then Fleabag is just about to say something, like you can see her kind of going, mm, excuse me, and then Claire jumps in with, and, you know, don't tell me that, um, I've succeeded because I've got this massive office. Mm. And I just thought that was, that made me really think about the fact that both these characters personally feel like failures and see yeah. the other one as having what they don't have and as there, as therefore are therefore succeeding. Mm-hmm. In which case, what what the situation is, is that the outside world views them as a success, but they internally feel like failures. Hmm. So we are, we as in now turning this out to bigger we, and also me personally, are going around beating ourselves up because we don't feel like we've succeeded. We don't feel like we're hitting these milestones that will bring us outside approval. But from the outside, we've succeeded. So which one is really true in that instance? Is it it the outside approval, which we've already got? Or is it the inner inner, Inner inner voice, inner approval, which we project outwards? Hmm. That's going quite deep. (laughs) That's going going very deep. (laughs) Um... (laughs) The thanks to that flea bag episode for making me <laughs> think so um, <clears throat> philosophically on this. Yes. Um, and I don't think I've got an answer no. particularly, but it just bring puts an interesting spin on this idea of outside approval. It does, and outside acceptance, actually, inner mm. approval that we're looking for. Right. Wow. Again. <laughs> Change in perspective. <gasps> uh, <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think to put it in very small terms, yes, I think you're right. Change of perspective. Yeah. And that feeds into that. Yes. Because another thing I would just say. Yes. Go for it. Is that I have always thought to myself or I've thought to myself for a long time that if I was to succeed at some point, it doesn't really matter when. So as long as I, even if I succeeded at, you know, 60. Yes. It would mean the same to me as if I succeeded now, this at this very moment. Yes. And when you get to that point of success and you're looking back at your life, say you only achieved it when you're 60 and you're looking back at your life and you're thinking, Dear God, I spent all that time worrying worrying and just being obsessed with success and feeling like I was failed the entire time because I wasn't reaching what my goals, my expectations. And like, what was I doing? From that place of success, you can look back and you can see how 
stupid it is to be so obsessed with it. Yes. And, and how damaging it is and how life-limiting it is in a lot of ways. And so you would be, as somebody standing there looking back, you would be to your younger self, relax, mm-hmm. enjoy yourself, mm-hmm. um, don't worry, you're going to get there. And so if that's advice I'd give to my younger self, shouldn't that be advice I should be taking now? Yes, to just go out and kind of, just enjoy. enjoy it yeah but it's a whole new mindset it is and it's like we said there isn't that automatic reset button yeah it's a it's a process it's a work in progress it's inevitable that i'm gonna feel terrible about things yes but if we can if i can start to make steps towards changing that perspective mm. i can feel less bad Ooh, so that is a really great segue into the next section that we had planned. Um, we wanted to bring up um, is an idea that we were introduced to very recently. So we won't be able to maybe talk about it as eloquently as some people. Um, it's a fairly new idea, but I found it very helpful um, when I was feeling quite low. Uh, yeah, the beginning of the year, which we talked about before. Yes. Um, and that is the idea of negredo. It's an alchemical term, which is the beginning of an alchemical process of transformation. Yes. Or it's an alchemical term for a process of transformation. And purely kind of physically, alchemically speaking, negredo means blackness and refers to decomposition and putrefaction. Lovely. Oh, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that life cycle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Death and putrefaction leading to growth and new life. Yes. And then at this point, Jung brought uh, alchemy to uh, wider attention with his psychological analysis of it. Yes. So then you look at the the decomposition the putrefaction which they talk about in a on a physical level and you take that inward and you look at it inwardly and so then that refers to going inward to seek self-knowledge which is a very interesting idea um, as i say negredo is seen as the beginning of a transformation process so there are other stages negredo is seen as the first stage um where you you go inward and it's part of the journey of travelling through darkness, basically. Yeah, okay. Like, like the blackness that it refers to yeah. in, the, in its meaning. Um, and it's a process of breakdown, decomposition, mm. and obviously that process is very painful. And I think this is what um, really helped me or I found quite comforting was that it's meant it is meant to be a painful dark process and um they recognize at the time that it would probably lead to feelings of depression yeah absolutely melancholy you you literally said breakdown which people have literal breakdowns yes Um, idea and it's also I think was also a word that was used in the definition for failure was breakdown Mm. Right, so it's it's seen it is seen as part of the process of failure, and then the end of Negredo, you move into the second phase, which is the whitening, the white the white phase. I think is albedo or something like that, um, and that is that is then about the regrowth. Yeah, I found this one sentence to be um, extremely enlightening for me, which is. Almost a sentence which I it isn't written down. It's just something that I've kind of extracted from that, which is failure is the point of growth. I think that that is exactly what helped me was I suddenly saw because I was feeling very I hadn't started on this process consciously. Yeah, I had reached a point of failure. Just just felt like when I looked at what I had not achieved mm. in inverted commas 
um, I just felt just like I was a failure. Um, and that just made, I was just feeling so down about it. About felt, it just felt like a deadening. Yes. Like there was nothing. Yes. Like there was no life, no movement, no. Yes. And so nothing. then when I was introduced to this idea that actually this was just just part of the process and I had to, actually had to go through this to find new growth and new newness. Yeah, it's actually necessary to find that point of failure is where the growth happens. Yes. And I found that very comforting because suddenly there I was feeling very low and, and in a very dark place and then to be showing that actually that's fine yeah feel that way it's part of the process and it's going to lead to new things wow I was that was just so comforting <laughs> to me I was like thank god yeah I'm going through this for a reason yes um and I would love to get I would love to understand the process more because I don't think I've really explained it very no well yeah here. and I'm sure there are Jungian psychologists going no what are they <laughs> talking about <laughs> um, I hope they're not listening to this podcast. Um, but I thought I wanted to well we both wanted to share that with you because it was very interesting idea very on point for us yes and also fit in very well with our flea, wa- flea bag segue uh, <laughs> I know <laughs> um, that's that is kind of the ideal way to think about yeah think about it i think can we just let's just repeat that failure is the point of growth yeah i think that's very good thing to remember yeah just a little sentence that can just pop into your head at moments of uh frustration yes. and despair yeah so sorry i carry on <laughs> carry on what you're saying um we want to get to that point where we can really feel and really understand that failure is this moment of extreme um, I don't want to say rebirth because maybe it's being born for the first time, but it's that moment. I think growth is a good yeah, word. You can, yeah. if, when, when you realise that, that, that failure is this point of transformation. Yes. That's amazing. But it's hard to really have that deep philosophical understanding in your brain all the time. For sure. Um, so do you have any practical tips that we can pass on to our listeners that have helped you succeed at failing? Okay. Well, I feel like getting to a place where I'm succeeding at failing is an ongoing process. <laughs> this is yes. it, exactly. Um, but um, something that has helped me, like a practical tip a, that we can yes, give to our listeners. very practical is perseverance. Sorry to keep harping on about this, but when I was was introduced to this idea about of Negredo, mm. I it was it was just it was just after the moment where I felt the closest to giving up my kind of pursuing my dreams of running my own business and having a successful career um, in illustration that I have ever been mm. in however long I've been trying to do this um and but before that and after when I was introduced to this idea it was just yes just the idea is to keep going because actually stopping is failing I think that (laughs) I think in a way in this situation that is the definition of failure is just to not carry on yeah just to stop and give up now it's a very gray area because obviously there are times when you need to give up on something okay so something's just really not working out for you yeah but I think this is interesting because I think if you actually just strip strip it back and go what why do you want to succeed at this and then if you strip it back and you go back to what you're actually doing, which is making art. And if you went back to, you know, and actually just did a painting and you sat down and you just did the art, you did the artwork, 
you realise quite quickly this this is why. Yes. I feel so alive and amazing when I'm creating. Yes. And that links links back to what we're talking about right at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Which was identifying why why you're wanting to yeah. succeed, what you want to succeed at and why you want to succeed yeah. at that particular thing. Um, and for me, the artwork... It is everything. It's everything, yeah. <laughs> it is everything. So in that case, persevering is yeah. the only way to fail successfully. Yeah. And it's hard and you want to give up, but you just keep going. Yes. And you go back to the artwork and you keep doing it. Yes. Doing it. Yes. Um, one tip I have for uh, succeeding at failure is breaking it down. So let's let's make the idea of success less scary by breaking it down because we said that those dreams about succeeding are all based on really big ideas about gaining uh, wealth and importance and position and it, they're really hard big things to get your head around and to understand how to reach them is really difficult so let's break it down let's break it down into really little steps yeah so for instance one of my really big dreams is to finish writing a novel I have a novel on the go which has been on the go for years and I've never managed to finish it and if I say to myself, in the next year, I'm going to finish writing a novel. Mm-hmm. Which you have done. Which I have done. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's almost impossible to comprehend how I'm going to finish a novel in a year. It's really big and scary thing. So, but if I say to myself, I am going to write 500 words a week. Oh, yeah. That's really... Suddenly doable. That suddenly I am writing 500 words a week is a doable thing to achieve and at the end of that doing writing 500 words a week I have a finished novel Mm -hmm. so I'm achieving my big goal but I am not focusing on that as my goal I'm focusing my goal is to write 500 words a week yes and for me that has really made a big difference and I think it's something which everybody says break it down break it down but it's Sometimes you're still a bit in the dark about how do I break it down. Yes. It is about finding just a small practical thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Which leads you there. Which which leads you there without you even looking at the thing. Yes. And again, the same as with the perseverance. That's not easy. Yeah. I have on numerous occasions been like, well, I know what my big dream is, mm. but I have no idea what the small steps are yeah. to get me there. Um, so it isn't, it isn't easy. No, it isn't always easy to find the small steps. Yeah. But it is helpful. It is a helpful practical tip. Yeah. Okay. And I think lastly, let's not forget this small point, um, is just being grateful for the little things. Yeah. A bit like we were saying about hanging the washing out. (laughs) Yeah. Seeing that as a, a small step. Um, a small success Um, but you can be grateful for that and I think gratitude is slightly different um, to success Um, but it is really helpful in feeling better about if we continually manage to succeed at small things we feel a lot happier about ourselves yes Um, more content yeah and sometimes it's about acknowledging the small things that you've succeeded at and being grateful yes um and that that can lead you to feeling more content and with your your present being in the present Mm -hmm. and feeling that contentment so I think gratitude is definitely something to cultivate yes I think that's our our final tip and I think we're kind of bringing to a close our discussions on success and failure this week so, practical tips, perseverance, breaking it down, being grateful for the small things. So that brings us on to 
the last segment of this week's podcast. Yeah, which, which we want to do every week. We want to do every week and it's new. We didn't do it last week. Is our recommendation corner, yeah. I guess. Yay! <laughs> we want to bring you um, great a great source of material surrounding failure and succeeding yeah things we've come across and found helpful or useful or enjoyable or something yeah people or things that we think are doing the good fail yeah so abra let me ask you what is your recommendation for the week okay i want to go for a biggie yeah (laughs) i'm sure a lot of you are aware of this it's a podcast most of you probably listened to it, um, but I was kind of sceptical about it for a long time because it's like, oh, it's is really big and popular, mm-hmm. and then I listened to it. And, <laughs> and it was so good. <laughs> and it was so good. <laughs> um, it is, of course, Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> I literally have joined the i want to be oprah winfrey's friend club yes her bff (laughs) yeah (laughs) who isn't in that club yeah um but it it is one of the best sources of discussions about gratitude right which we just mentioned which we have just mentioned yeah um my biggest takeaway from all the amazing people who she has on is that i think inevitably most of them end up talking about being grateful for the insignificant things that you don't think to be grateful for Mm -hmm. and how finding that perspective on the small things helps you to gain that perspective on the bigger things as well. Yes. I think that's such a good recommendation because if you are feeling like you're going through the the depth of failure you're going through your own agrado yeah and you you know you can't even get up the energy to read something or watch something and just put on that podcast yeah listen to an episode and it'll make you feel better and you will also join us in loving (laughs) yes you can join the club as well (laughs) um yes great recommendation totally awesome yeah go listen I think you can find... We found it on Spotify, but I yes. can find it everywhere. I think it's everywhere. It's probably on, like, all the featured lists yes. and everything. Yeah. It's super easy to find if you haven't already come across it. Yeah. And then, Mal, I think you have also have a recommendation for us. I have another recommendation. We won't always have two recommendations. Yeah. Um, but we do have another one this week. Um, this goes back to us talking... Well, you mentioning about finding it useful to break things down totally um but then also talks really is talking to people like yourself who have small businesses yes this yes that's good to um clarify this is particularly recommended for people who are running their own small small businesses yeah it doesn't have to be creative but small businesses um and that is the maker's yearbook there are others out there like this. This is the one I've used. Yeah. And can recommend. And can recommend. From personal experience. Yes. But <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Abra. <laughs> Just jump in Just there. Stop jumping in on my recommendations. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, yes. There are definitely other ones out there. This is the one I'm recommending. The Maker's Yearbook. You will find it at www makersbusinesstoolkit.com it has been created by the lovely Nicola I don't know what her second name is she only refers to herself Mm -hmm. as Nicola Um, and we are assuming she's lovely (laughs) we are assuming she's lovely because she has created this wonderful tool Um, it is a a planner planner slash diary planner slash diary um, but it very clearly um, gives you very clear sections to fill in um, to plan your business year. Then it breaks it down to your business month, business months, um, and then your business week, and then your business days. Wow. Wow. Um, it's amazing. At the beginning of the year, in January, when I was feeling 
on top of the world, <laughs> yeah. I was using this. Yes. And I felt like I was on it. You had to review your previous year. And in my case, it was how badly I'd done. <laughs> and then make a plan for the following year um, of what you wanted to achieve, goals you wanted to set. And then you would then break down those goals into manageable segments which is what we were talking about yeah so if you're um finding it really difficult to you've got that big goal and you're finding it difficult to to work out what the small steps are this is a great tool for giving you clear instructions as to how to achieve those small steps and how to think about things it's really good I've fallen I've fallen off the wagon with it over the last few months because I've been feeling so down yeah um but it's been it was very (laughs) before that moment it was very helpful Um, Uh, plus on the website it also has a blog with lots of really useful tips for small business owners exactly so she's not just creating the the book and then Sending it, you to sending it, it out into mm. the world and leaving you to it. She also has a lovely website where you can, uh, with a blog on it. And it is, it's not expensive. It's £19.50, um, um, which is, I think, a brilliant price for what you're getting. Um, and I would thoroughly recommend it. So what's coming up in next week's episode? We will be talking about how to own your creativity, which mm. I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, I'm really interested in that idea. That discussion. Yeah. Okay, so join us next week to discuss owning your own creativity. Yeah, we'll see you then. If you enjoyed listening to the Good Fail podcast, then you can find us on these other platforms. Abra is on Instagram at Pretty Messy Official. And you can find Merle on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Merle Made Tales and online at www.merlemadetales.com Together we can be found on Facebook at The Good Fail and we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.